0: Um, Today is our last in our series of Unwrapping Our Gifts and it's the last uh, sermon that we'll be sharing on that. We've been going now for about eight weeks. I really pray and trust that God's been speaking to you uh, as an individual about what your gift is and how you can employ your gift for the benefit of serving the body of Christ and others. Amen. So that's what it's been about and um, this morning we want to continue with it. We're going to get Uh, very, very practical with this series. We have some resources that we're going to make available to you today and uh, assist you with discovering what your gifts are. Has anyone ever done a gift discovery profile before? Few people have, some have, some haven't, some aren't putting up their hand, um, but I'm sure that there's many people that have and probably many people that haven't as well. It's a simple tool that helps you to start to gauge what your gift is, what the, the gift of God that's in your life is, and I uh, will be talking about that in a couple of moments time. Rachel, last Sunday morning, spoke about the, uh, the body of Christ, how we're all meant to play our part uh, in order for the body to function properly and to become healthy and all that God's called it to become. And if you weren't here last Sunday morning, I really encourage you to go and get the podcast, download the podcast from our our app or from our website. It was a phenomenal message. Rachel is just becoming such a great young preacher in the house of God. Love her style. She's getting very cheeky, which we love. Love that. Getting very quirky as well. Uh, But that was an amazing uh, sermon last week. But I wanted to share a scripture with you this morning following on from that. It's in the book of Ephesians again. All of us have a responsibility in the house of God to contribute to the health of the local church. All of us have a responsibility. None of us get off the hook. None of us um, can take uh, the easy road. All of us have a part to play in building God's church here. And if you're a part of Shell Harbor Community Church, it's this local church, you get the opportunity to serve with your gift. But this scripture in Ephesians chapter 4, it says this, it says, Speaking the truth in love, may the body grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. "...from the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies..." Every joint supplies, that's talking about you and I. Every joint, every part of the body of Christ supplies, "...according to the effective working by which every part does its share." Causes the body, excuse me, causes the growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Listen to that there, by which every joint supplies, according the effective work by which every part does its share, causes the growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. When I use my gift for the purpose of building and serving the body of Christ, I am edifying it. I am building it up in love. Amen. You know we were here on Wednesday night and uh, we launched Alpha. What an amazing night that was. I mean, absolutely, it was just an amazing night. A lot of work. We had heaps of people. Um, We had some people cooking. We had some people setting up. We had some people um, um, assisting with the running of the night. We had people on tables looking after their small groups as such. It was just a, a most amazing night. But what I loved about that was watching everybody bring their gift to the table. Yeah, amen. I mean, the people with the gift of admin were um, cranking on the night and weeks leading up to it. We had people there that that were serving. Amen. We had people that were hospitality, uh, people that were there teaching, people that they were leading. There were all these gifts that were functioning on, on Wednesday night, and it was so amazing to see. And you know what I found interesting? Everybody was happy. No one was sad, no one was depressed, everyone was upbeat, amen. You know, I, uh, I was in the kitchen and I got the opportunity to cook, cooked up some pasta pasta uh, for the pasta. And, uh, you know, I think one of my gifts must be hospitality because I loved cooking on Wednesday night it was just a buzz. I mean, I was so happy about being in that kitchen. It was hot. It was sweaty. I was probably a, um, um, a little bit overjoyful for some people, but I just love that. See, the truth is this. When you're serving in the gift that God has given you, there's a joy that comes and is associated to it. Amen. And Wednesday night was testimony to that. All these people using their gifts, all being um, um, gathering around a common cause and a common vision, and everybody was serving with the gift that God had given them. There was great joy that was coming out of that amen you see when you serve and when you use the gift that god's given you there's an automatic sense of purpose and joy that comes as a result of that such joy and the question that i want to ask this morning is this if you're a part of the body of christ how are you supplying or going quiet in this anglican church this morning how are you supplying what is your contribution to the growth of the body of this local church here? You know, many, many years ago, I don't know how many years ago, it would be a long time ago now, but there used to be a television ad. Did anyone remember that ad, Norm? It was the white Australian guy with the big beard, up And uh, it was about get up and get active and get fit. And Norm would be there in the TV ad and he'd be watching the tennis and he'd be telling the tennis players how to play better. This is what I'd do if I was apart and there at that particular moment or he'd watch the football and he'd start to complain about the people that were actually playing in the game and um um doing what they're doing and he'd be saying this is what i'd do if i was there you know too many christians are like that too God doesn't want us on the sideline looking in and making judgments and saying this is how we do things. God wants us to have um, skin in the game, if I could say that this morning. He wants us to employ the gifts that He's entrusted to us and use them for building up the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So He does. So over the last few weeks, what have we learned? We want to just to recap just briefly some of the things that we've learned. Um, The first thing that we learned is that God has gifted each believer. When we're born again, God gives us certain gifts. And the word that we, we saw in Romans chapter 12, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, is the word charisma. Every one of you beautiful people here this morning, give me a look at your teeth this morning. Give me a big smile. Come on. Some of you can't smile. Thank you, Suzanne. Every one of us has received a charisma. The day that we got born again, God entrusted us with supernatural abilities. The definition of the word in, in uh, charisma there is a spiritual endowment, a miraculous faculty, a religious qualification. Hallelujah. Every one of us is called to be ministers. Glory to God. And we need to understand that and get busy in using the gift that God has given us. So that's the first thing that we learn. The other thing that we learn as well, that we're commanded through and by Scripture to use the gifts that God has given us. We're not meant to sit on them. No, we're not meant to hide them. We're not meant to put them on in pause. We're meant to be actively using our gifts in serving others. In Romans chapter 12, verse 6, it says, "...then having gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them." Amen. So that's the second thing that we learned, that we're commanded in Scripture to use the gifts that God has given us. The third thing that we learn is the purpose of our gifts, as we said before, is for serving other people. That's why God has gifted you a good looking thing, because he wants you to use your gift to serve other people with. Have a listen to this scripture in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. We've said it every week, and this is probably the last time we'll share it for a while now. But it says, As each one has received a gift, a charisma, minister or serve it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Don't you love that this morning? You've been given a gift and God wants you to use it for the purpose of serving other people. Truth is this the fourth thing that we've learned is that we will give an account to God for what we did with what He entrusted to us or what He gave to us. We looked at the story of the talents, how God asked for an account for what people did with what was given to them i think that's exactly the same thing that will happen for us as well that we'll stand before the father one day we'll stand before jesus and we'll have to give an account of what we did with what he gave us not just the good looks (laughs) how come only the people on this side laughed (laughs) not just your possessions not just your money Those things, but he'll also ask, what did you do with that gift of prophecy? What did you do with that gift of administration? What did you do with that gift of helps? What did you do with that gift of compassion? What did you do with the supernatural qualifications that I gave you? He'll ask you that question and you'll have to give an account for what he gave you. And then we looked as well. David shared it a couple of weeks ago. There are seasons in our lives where the gifts lay dormant in our lives. And we saw Paul when he comes in 1, Corinthians, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. Paul comes and stirs Timothy up on two occasions about not letting the gift of God be dormant in his life. He comes to me and says to stir up the gift of God. That was in First Timothy, I believe, and then we see six years later, Paul again writes to Timothy, and pretty much the same sentiments again. Timothy, what are you doing about the gift? Rekindle that gift that's on your life. So we saw that there are seasons when the gifts can be dormant in our lives. Could be for a number of reasons. It could be for hurt, could be for loss could be for um, unforgiveness, could be for a number of reasons. But I want to say to us this morning as, as God's people, let's not allow the gift to become dormant in our lives. Amen. You might be here this morning and feeling a little bit dry or a little bit uncertain about what you're meant to be doing. I just want to encourage you to get busy with what God's entrusted to you. Amen. Start to use the gift that he's given you, a spiritual endowment. Oh, not me. No way. You don't know me. God knows you. He knows the potential within you today. He wants to draw that potential out of you. Amen. I'm preaching better than you're amening. So we looked at that. There's seasons in our lives where the gifts lay dormant. And lastly, we looked at also the groupings groupings of giftings within the word of God. We've been focusing mainly around three giftings, three group giftings, three sets of Scripture. And the first one that we looked at is Ephesians chapter 4. These are ministry gifts. These are special anointings within the church. And Ephesians chapter 4, unique anointings. It talks about the um, apostle, prophet, a pastor, evangelist, teacher. Some people call it the fivefold ministry. There's specific giftings and anointings that people that God puts on people's lives for the purpose of serving the church and equipping the church for the work of ministry. Amen. That's the first group that we looked at. Then we looked at um, the second group, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We looked at the manifested gifts of the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit wills. When the Spirit of God chooses to move. On a person and 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 charisma them anoint them for for healing for miracles um, for discernment for wisdom for a whole heap of stuff as well as the Holy Spirit chooses from time to time he will move through a believer for the purpose of serving someone else Amen that's the second group that we looked at and the last group that we want to finish with today are the manifested gifts of the whole, excuse me are the motivational gifts of the Holy Spirit. We want to finish with that today. Romans chapter 12. If you've got your Bibles this morning, you can get them out at church. You're allowed to do that today. And then Romans chapter 12. Uh, we want to look at verses six. And we want to finish with this this morning. The motivational gifts of the Spirit. The charisma gifts of the Spirit. These are the gifts that are our possession. Amen. They're not a unique anointing that comes on us from time to time for the purpose of leading the church and equipping it. They're not the manifested gifts that, that sometimes the Holy Spirit chooses to flow through our lives. These are the motivational gifts. These are the gifts that we possess. That they're, they're given to us at the point of, our, of our, our salvation. When we are born again, we are gifted with these. And this is what it says in Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Having the indifferent gifts according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. There it is again. Just can't get away from that. Use them. It says, If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. If ministry, let us use um, in our ministry. Uh, He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with all liberality, uh, he who exhorts in exhortation, or encouragement, he who gives with liberality, I like that one, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Romans chapter 12 lists seven motivational gifts. And these are the the natural motivators in our lives. We don't need to be, be, uh, what would you say, Um, pumped up in these areas. If we're gifted in leadership, we enjoy leading. If we're gifted in mercy, we just enjoy showing mercy. You get the picture this morning. So we just want to break down these uh, first seven motivational gifts. Prophecy. The first one is this prophecy. The one who readily perceives, prays about, and proclaims and promotes the will of God. Some people within the body of Christ have the gift of prophecy. Then ministry or to serve. The server, the one who loves serving other people. Have you seen the way that some people in this house just love serving others? Yeah, get that? They're not doing it out of duty and they're not doing it because, oh, the pastor's going to speak to them. If they don't, they do it because it's their gift and they love doing it. Amen. There's a joy in service. Then the next one is teaching. One who loves to research and communicate truth. Some people have got a desire to go deeper into the word of God. That might be you this morning. Or another person has the gift of encouragement. The one who loves to encourage others to live a victorious life. People that just go around encouraging people. They just can't help themselves but want to encourage other people. That's a gift from God. Or another gift that Romans mentions as well is giving. One who loves to give time, talent and energy and means to benefit others and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, some people have the gift of giving. Don't you love being around those people? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. And Leadership. One who loves to organize, lead, or to direct. Some people have the natural gift to lead. Um, Kim was demonstrating that gift on Wednesday night, the ability just to lead people. And then there's another one that's mentioned there as well, mercy. One who shows compassion, love, and care to those who are in need. I just love watching people with the mercy gift. They're astounding. Those that haven't got mercy don't get it. But some people have a gift of mercy and they can relate to people at a whole level that we could never relate to uh, without that gift of mercy. But some people have been charisma or endowed with a gift of mercy. So they're the seven um, that Romans chapter 12 mentions there. These are our gifts that we're naturally motivated by. But I want to say this morning before we start to conclude, I don't believe that this is the complete list of the charisma gifts. There's also some some mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and also there's some mentioned in 1 Peter chapter 14 as well. In fact, there's quite a number of other gifts that are not mentioned there, charisma gifts. And today we want to make available to people, we said it a few weeks ago, we have what we call as our ministry gifts questionnaire. that's available at the next step desk at the back of the church there. It's a simple tool. I want to encourage you, um, if you've done something like this before, to do it again. Just to encourage you in your faith to um, help to direct again uh, what it is that you need to be serving God in and with. And uh, for us, for our movement, we're a part of INC, the movement here um, across Australia, across the globe as well. This uh, ministry gifts analysis, we have 18 different um, charisma gifts that are mentioned there uh, pioneering, administration, creative arts, creative arts. With counseling, encouragement, evangelism, healing, helps, hospitality, intercession, kingdom, mind, and business, people, leadership, mercy, mission, pastoral care, preaching, prophecy, teaching. This is a great tool just to help you to start to grapple with the idea of what is it that God and how is it that God has gifted me? Amen. So I really want to encourage you. There's, uh, they're available at the Next, Next, Next Step Station. And uh, to encourage you with that, I want to start to talk about this morning. As I said, we were going to be very practical and then share a couple of thoughts about why. But how do we take the next steps? What what is it that we, we need to do? God is calling us to take the next step. True? Always calling us to take the next step. For some of us today, it might be simply doing the profile to discover what our gifts are. For other people this morning, it might be taking the time to really consider how we use the gift that God has given us in a ministry area. Amen? For all of us, though, this morning, I believe without exception, God's prompting us about taking the next step. So how do we do it? The first thing is this, as I said, avail yourself to one of these ministry gifts questionnaires and go through it during the course of the week. It'll take you about mm, probably 10 minutes, 12 minutes to do depending on how fast you are at answering questions. There's uh, 90 questions there. So you go through and then you have the uh, ministry gifts answer sheet there and you put your response there. And then what you do is you put your score and you plot yourself. Amen. And normally speaking, the top three potentially are your top three spiritual gifts. Simple, but very, very profound. The second thing in how do we take the next step is this. I want to say very clearly this morning, the next step, is to pray and seek God about what you you discover. Ask yourself the question, is that me? Another thing that you can do as well is ask a trusted, mature believer, do they see those gifts upon my life as well? That's the second thing that I really encourage you to do as well. Why? Because Jesus will ask you what you did with what he gave you at some point. Amen. That's very, very important that we do. So that's the second thing. Then the third thing is this. How do we take the next step? The third thing is this. Think about the area or areas of ministry you are interested in or passionate about or have been in the past. Maybe it might be the time to relight the fire. Amen. Hello. It might be time to relight the fire. You might have been passionate in a particular area in the past and it may be time for you to start to shake off whatever it has been or has happened in your life, the things that might have stopped you from going to that next step and starting to ask God to relight the fire within you as well. So start to think about the area of ministry God may well be calling you to serve in. And the fourth thing that you can do this morning, and I believe is a very practical thing, is fill out our green Next Steps card. Amen. Fill it out. I dare you to make my day but I encourage you this morning fill it out want to join a connect group or do you want to start serving I'm interested in serving on Sundays or I'm interested in serving throughout the week as well I really encourage you, you fill one of those out someone from the office will contact you You'll want to meet with you face to face to help you to work out what your gift is and where potentially that would work best in the life of our church amen so this morning, before we conclude, just wanted to touch on just a thought uh, that we have um, in our church, a thing called Tri-Serve. When it comes to serving, people can get really, really nervous and think that we're going to lock them into a 12-month contract, amen, that is legally binding and you can't ever move out of that. No, we have a thing in our church called Tri-Serve, where if you feel like you'd like to Uh, have a look at and a feel for what it looks like to serve within the children's ministry, then you can do that for a couple of weeks. Amen. Or if you feel like you'd like to have a look at what it means to serve in food care, then you can do that as well. You can contact one of our team leaders and speak to them or ask Kim or ask um, Wendy or myself or Rachel, anybody as such, or just fill out the green card again and that's a way of you just try serving, serving a particular area to see best where you will fit. Amen. So that's the, the something that you can do just to serve for a couple of weeks. Um, we have such a, a, a great opportunity coming up. We have the l- relaunch of our children's ministry very, very shortly. Uh, that'll be taking place on June the 3rd, I think it is, on a Sunday, on May the 24th. 7pm out in the new kids hub, there's a special dessert night where you can come along if you'd like just to see what it means to be involved in kids ministry as well but there are so many opportunities and so many areas to be able to serve in the life of our local church. The question is, is will you? Amen. Will we? I believe this God is wanting us to all take the next step. I want to share with you this morning as we Prepare to conclude this morning. If I could just have the keyboard player, that would be great. Would appreciate that. God is wanting us to all take the next step. On March the 4th, going back a few, couple of months' time now, this is what we said in the beginning of the message. Today, it's our hope that over the coming weeks, uh, each of us will begin to seek God, discovering our gifts, And then in turn, how can we use them in serving other people? In serving other people. We said that on March the 4th, going back a couple of months now. And I still believe it's so valid and relevant right now. The question God is asking each one of us this morning is, are we willing to take the next steps and the next step of faith? I don't know what that is for you, but God knows Amen. I don't know how that outworks in your life, but God does. But the truth is, each of us has been gifted and endowed to make a difference by serving the body of Christ and serving other people, amen? The Bible's full of ordinary people who took the next step. Abraham took the next step and birthed a nation. Moses took the next step and freed God's people. Gideon took the next step and saved a nation. Rahab took the next step and saved an army. David took the next step and defeated a giant. Elisha took the next step and became God's prophet. Matthew the fisherman took the next step and became fisherman of men. question to ask as we start to conclude this morning is, what is it that you've got to lose in taking that next step before God? Can we all bow our heads, close our eyes this morning? Heavenly Father, we just thank you today as we... We round off the thoughts, the thoughts of and the words of encouragement from Scripture about what it means to serve you by serving others with the gifts that you've given us. Today, we just pray right now. Thank you that you're calling us to take those next steps. But we ask you in Jesus' name, Lord, what does that look like for each one of us? Just while every head's bowed and every eye's closed, why don't you just take a moment just to ask God this morning, what does that actually look like in your life today? What is it that you might need to change, might need to adjust, might need to remove from your life in order that you can take that next step? Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. For the call of God and the gifts of God that are upon our lives thank you for the joy of being able to serve you Lord thank you for the privilege of being able to serve your body with the gifts that you've given us help us today Lord to be faithful and to be fruitful in Jesus name we pray and everybody said amen